Let's do it. Okay. You are looking live. You are <laughs> Easy live. You are li- we are live. These are our sports DJ Jack voices. Ooh. Everybody, Papa's Football Podcast. We don't have much time, so we're just going to play some intro music. And then Joe's going to go through the scores of week four, which just wrapped mm-hmm. up. Uh, we missed week three, but the Redskins got ass-fucked on, mm-hmm. on Monday night, which is what they do. Just- and uh, the following Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two ass fuckings. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big old. Same week. And yet another ruined young quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to play the music and start mm-hmm. the talking. There we go. I need to edit this clip better. It's like 20 seconds of crowd noise and then it cuts to the fucking trumpets or whatever the hell. I love it. It's a great clip, but this is just way too unforgivable as an intro. It's fun when you don't have 30 minutes to record a pod. But yeah. George Blanda, the frozen. There are children that were born and died before (laughs) those trumpets came in. Sadly. Yeah, it's true. Africa's horrible. Everybody, welcome to Papa's Football Podcast. I am John Papa Giorgio. I am joined by I'll never bill you first, you never nor should lump. you Michael Johnson. Michael Big Guns. Good evening, everyone. There we go. <laughs> and I guess Joe Gagliardi. I fucking guess. I wouldn't even bill me first. Who let the wop in the room? That's what I'll <laughs> Who let the wop out? Hey! 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 Oh! Oh! Hey! Oh! Oh! Hey! Oh! Boop! All right. So, yeah. Uh, we missed week three, which, again, was just the, the Redskins getting fucked mm-hmm. because we all knew it was coming yes they hadn't done shit all season and mm-hmm. even when they're kind of okay they are primetime poison yeah like that's oh, just yeah. their thing and mm-hmm. they lived up to that billing and then the yeah week four came they threw uh who's their new dude Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, Dwayne Haskins to the wolves local, local. Yeah. and i think we're all you know i'm i'm done i'm done every year don't get me wrong but yeah uh we've now, reached, uh it's a culture thing. I've listened to it all day, oh, and I've just... thought about it. I <laughs> Wait, think, which, I think which about talk it. station? You do 980, right? Yeah. Or, okay. And oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll do a little 106.7. Ooh, uh, my old stomping grounds. Yeah. yeah. Who do you like on 980? Like Steve Zabin and those guys? I like uh, Kevin Sheehan yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I like Al Galdi. He's a little bit uh, too stat ratty for me sometimes. He's very nerdy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, 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 what, did, what did he say this mo- uh, the yesterday morning that... Um, I don't know. He he was like uh, he was looking over. Index makes me hard. He was like, well, uh, Monte Sweat played forty two percent of the snaps. Uh, I'm not even sure if I even have that right. And <laughs> Sheehan is um, Sheehan gets really into what does he do? He's like, I just want a competitive product, and he and he, and he, and he hits those peas. Yeah. I want them to compete. <laughs> and everything is always like this really um, exaggerated, uh, precise. He's like, uh, when he used to do uh, shows with Tom Libero, he's like, Tommy, hear me out. I want to go over the top seven offensive guards <laughs> from the Joe Gibbs era. Uh, well, uh, Joe Gibbs, not 2.0. Because <laughs> that's such a good sheet of bread. Because uh, there were three years, one year they were competitive. One year, uh, maybe two. Uh, they had a they had a good defense. It wasn't elite. 
It wasn't. In the, <laughs> he was talking the other day about Ryan Kerrigan, I, who I think, I don't know, all those guys uh, are out there practically getting killed uh, every play. And yeah. I, I, yeah. Get, and when, I get tired of the nitpicking. When there. did we turn the page on we just have to get rid of our guys yeah. for draft picks? Because that's the, the quote unquote wisdom yeah. I've heard the past couple of days. Well, they want to they want to re they want to burn it down and rebuild, which fine with me. I I want yeah, you know what? As I was, long as Snyder's the base of the pyre. I was it's, sitting it's, in my car, doom. I don't know, the other day, and just dreaming about. Um, I I want to find Snyder out in public, and I just I I have so would many, you just hop on him? I would I would say, I would go to those places where uh, I would it, it would be vile. It would be vile ties. poison. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would it would mix in his children and disease <laughs> and and burning rooms of uh, it just like probably his mother tosses his mom oh, in yeah, there somewhere. Yeah, um, I th- that's the guy that uh, he, I I just despise the most from I mean, like it's and then it's just top down. It, it, it's just a culture of of just cheap kind of uh i mean he's a he's a he made his millions uh taking advantage of people through uh online uh not online uh was it phone card shit? phone he got in trouble for that Did where it? they were yeah. switching the lines of people without their permission they were switching their providers but he was a direct mailing guy you know and then so uh, he's just a, a it's just like sleazebags yeah, yeah. yeah. Sleaze bags, he yeah. got caught selling re uh, like old peanuts yo that he bought yeah. from a defunct airline mm-hmm. yeah. uh we have the story where he pimped out the cheerleaders and he's just in a yeah, foreign yeah. land he's a big what i never heard that yeah. one. Oh yeah that i can't believe that didn't get more traction oh my god i swear to god if that story could get hammered more it's like for years and i mean years we kind of always heard that Cosby like raped drug right. frauds, and then all of a sudden there's just one weekend where it's like, oh shit, we're gonna listen as Hannibal Burr yeah. says at this time, and then two weeks later he was fucking dead on the cross. You know, uh, Gagliardi's gonna have his, uh, you know, ten years from now is uh, gonna just let it slip on stage that uh, well, Dan Snyder pimps out cheerleaders. And, yeah, and, and then and that'll be it. He'll be taken down like Cosby. Oh my, God. my favorite part of that story is you assume I'll be on a stage in ten years. Um, winner, winner. Hey, hey, yeah. nice. Hey, yo, I'll take it. Yeah, he well, actually pimped. They they had sex for money in w- foreign countries. Okay, how exactly on Dan Snyder's order? This, I don't know. It was uh, they were implied. It was implied that hey, you're going to come down here and a cheerleaders like across the board have very strict contracts. Uh, what they have to do and what they can and can't do. And they were being paid for a gig where basically they were, uh, I think they were posing for pictures, maybe for a calendar. And if you paid uh, and bought a ticket and came down, you could sit and watch. Okay. And they were, you know, doing, I think they were doing costume changes and stuff like that. And then the fi- that evening, um, if you had bought whatever ticket and whatever it, it uh, entailed, you got an escort, not, not uh, a yeah. hooker, yeah. but you were going to be escorted uh, by a cheerleader to a, a club. And uh, I think, you know, I think the uh, what the expectations were muddled. It was enough to make many of the girls cry while they were there and very oh, uncomfortable man. and. Yeah, and this is all under Snyder's watch, and yet this piece of shit still has the team. 
I bet. I'd see that. I don't understand. If for you one if you I don't... get off your jolly wop donut and cut one clip to go viral from this damn show, can you yeah. just do this? If Joe, hey, if, if we can, us, if they, what's that? If the three of us are the ones that bring down Dan Snyder, somehow. Hey, if the three of us, that's who. That's who has to go. But you know what? It, I mean, who knows? Like the next person to take over the team would. Uh, who could be worse? Who could be worse? I don't know. Another billionaire. Oh, it could be. <laughs> look at the Bengals, dude. Look at the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. Right? I hear they... Uh, a joke. They've been running yeah. like a... They've been, I, I heard a guy... I can't take credit for this. I can't remember who it was, but it wasn't me. He said, uh, he said the Bengals have been run more like a business than a football team. And I think and that's, that's absolutely... Snyder how do you have Andy does. Dalton as your quarterback? For, what has he been, 10 years? Dalton's not Eight horrible. Eight years? I hate the t- that team is a tro- they're never winning a playoff game with that guy. Well, we we had what uh, Marvin Lewis of the I was his uh, more uh, Lewis, yeah. Well, I mean, then like Jay Gruden, I mean, the amount of time that he's been stuck around. Uh, I I'll never. I don't know. Look, I don't think he's the most exciting thing. I think they wanted him to be the new exciting thing, and then they had McVay. Who, Gruden, you're talking about? Yeah, Gruden. Yeah. There was a time, I mean, people laugh about this, but there was a time where under uh, Marvin Lewis, you had kind of his two prodigy coordinators. It was, was it Mike Zimmer, who's gone on to the Vikes? Was on oh, the- I know, it was Shanahan. Uh, McVay, was, M- McVay came up through, was with Shanahan. No, no, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, Marvin Lewis had Gruden and Zimmer. Those both go on to be coaches on their own, and they were both considered, like, these are sexy candidates. LaFleur for the Packers now was... All from Redskins, yeah. yeah. And it's just this entire coaching tree has sprung out from under us that's doing at least decently. But I, I think any of those guys outside of the Redskins and probably the Bengals would do would do i i I don't don't think it's fair to say because i think the culture is so bad yeah that if mcveigh would have stayed back here he would have been nothing yeah he He would have he would have had to have eaten shit just like everybody can you imagine i forgot who the fuck said it he was like i thank god every day that patrick mahomes was drafted by andy Reid, this fucking stable offensive genius who made him have a career. This guy's life was made by that mm-hmm. drafting. He could have fucking gone to, like you said, the Bengals or the Skins or some other shithole team. Yeah. And it just would have been nothing for this guy. Haskins going to be a basket case after that game, man. I don't I think I think it's still early for him. I think it still can be like I think he he's got a little swagger to him, but he also uh when when I when, I when I look at him, I'm like look at him play, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, Case, uh, what is it? Casey, Case Keenum. Casey Kasem. Yeah. Casey Kasem. Hey, everybody, we're going to run I right 42 die. <laughs> um, he's uh, looking at him and watching him play. I'm like, uh, he's better. I mean, just right now. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, uh, when I was watching Haskins, I was like, uh, no. It was kind of like the same way with uh, – with cousins a lot, where it's like I don't throw it across the. Bu- uh, cousins had more uh, throws. What he was right, he was right-handed, and he would throw across yeah. the across the field uh, to the uh, other sideline. And well, I know the guy from uh, the Eagles. Uh, he had picks. Wentz. No, uh, the cornerback. Uh, I, I, I was there uh, when the Redskins actually beat the Eagles a couple years ago. They got off to a fourteen nothing start, and 
uh, there were I was watching it from the stands and a few times on Cousins throws. I was like, ah. And then it was like right before oh, halftime, pick six, and then that, I think it was like a punt return, and it was like 14-14 going in the half. only smart thing that the Skins have done is in the past several years is letting Cousins go. And, and I didn't even agree with that. Picks. Well, yeah, yeah, you locked him up early. You would have been cheap enough to keep around. He would have been Dalton-esque, but you would have had money. He did all right. He did all right with the, the Vikings coordinator this year. Uh, well, that's what they Thielen say. Was, that's what they say. That yeah. the, the court the, it goes beyond the person because he did all right last year, and, and then this year, like apparently, they're they're run first, which is good. If you have Dalvin Cook, I have Adam Thielen. Is not, I have Adam Thielen and Joe Mixon that are killing me right now. Uh-huh. And my uh, he can't I, hit him. Yeah. What's that? He oh, can't what? hit him. No, he's not. Yeah, and it's um, I don't know. I mean, Cousins is like I think he's respectable you know like joe he's very he's dalton man he's he's in that dalton milieu i i would much rather have him than case keenum or colt mccoy shit yeah oh he's he's clearly a tier beyond that i mean keenum those first couple of games was weird to me is how your first few games they're kind of in the mix for at least the half they have no discipline and that is the cultural thing is like it's it goes from penalties to discipline playing a full game, to uh, being held accountable for mistakes. I mean, it is like it is, it is like going into a place where you've worked, where you're like your boss was like, eh, he's okay. I don't know. Or if, if I ever look back and look at like coaches I had, like some of the hard asses or some of the hard ass bosses that I had, it was a well run organization. Yeah, you know, like shit got done, it was good, and then you know the places where. Uh, you know, my uh, the people were nice. I mean, sometimes you'd have like I think my day job now that my boss is a really good where he like strikes a balance. But like, uh, yeah, Jake Drake Gruden is not. I mean, he can't. He can't. He doesn't know when to use his timeouts. No, nah, he just wants the fuck they, out. They though, man. fucking on the fuck on Sunday. The Giants called a timeout and. uh they uh, he had Haskins come over and talk to him, and then he he let him back on the field with ten seconds left, and they had to use a timeout with the clock stopped. Back to back timeouts. Just like God, and then like in the press conference, he goes, "Yeah, the ref didn't tell me," and it's like, "No, you <laughs> pay attention, do your job." Like Bill Belichick would have told you. Yeah. I don't care if people hate the Patriots. I fucking after being a Redskins fan for so long, I love watching a well-run organization. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, well, they deflated footballs and they were spying. You know, everyone does that. Did anybody you, that can get over on anybody in the NFL is doing that. And they, they ain't to get, cheating. You're not trying. Did you see the video of, uh, I can't remember the Bills, the Buffalo Bills coach name, uh, coach's name. But whoever the coach, Marv the, Levy, no, no, whoever the coach, whoever the coach of the Buffalo Bills is, there's video of him this weekend from the Patriots Bills game in pregame warmups. He personally escorts Belichick's son and some other Patriots staffer off the field because they hung around too long during yeah. the Bills warmups. You think they're not like? I'm telling you right now, Belichick's he's cheating. Brady's Brady's doing something. Brady well, like, Bel- Belichick has a guy that he has hired just to do research. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy Ernie Adams. I was okay. I, I watched two <laughs> Patriot uh, documentaries on YouTube and got to know their uh, <laughs> YouTube doc. Yeah, Ooh, la, la. Well, it was one's called Do Your Job and the other one was called Do Your Job Three. So I missed the <laughs> second one. 
But they're so well run. <laughs> Sounds like your job's finding number two. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, um, <laughs> I, I fucking, I love Belichick. I, just, I love the contrast here. What? You have Belichick the machine, and then you got Michael Johnson just jumping from one to three. Oh yeah, ah, how much could I miss? It was well, I mean, it was up next. So I was yeah, like, fucking let it roll. Epis- episode two was Dan Snyder. Oh, it's just it's so bad i can feel the emotion boiling up in me when i talk about it i dude i just as it's hard to convey as a skins fan what you have to do to stay sane i i have this very dispassionate i'm a fan of football as a whole mm-hmm. that i've had to take on the past oh, like, yeah decade i'm like oh, you know what i'm just gonna like let them suck this year and it's not gonna affect me <laughs> What I'll do something else on. I will. You know what? I'm going to make some chicken marsala on Sunday afternoon. (laughs) I will learn how to cook, and then I know. I feel like I've been brainwashed. I was like, I I've been a fan too long, too early in my life that it's just it is. I'm right on that. That's the annoying thing. I'm right on the cusp. If I'd been born literally five years later, I would have been able to just you know peace. Give them the Nixon double peace signs and get the fuck out of there. Uh, but I have childhood, like maybe my first childhood sports memory is them beating the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And then mine at, was the one, the Super Bowl, they beat the Dolphins. She, see, mm-hmm. it just sticks with you, man. It sticks with you. And I hate it. And then it, I was like 11 ish for them beating the Bills. Mm-hmm. So I have like very vivid adult memories of watching that one. Yeah, they and then the next year they lost to the Raiders, then they beat the Broncos, and a few years they beat the Bills. And my first 14, 15 years of my life were like, well, I guess my team goes to the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, years. exactly. <laughs> I just literally, I was like, Mommy, everyone goes to playoffs always. You know, just, <laughs> yeah. I had no comprehension I remember of the magic I was witnessing. My brother asking my dad after church one year, we were driving back, and he's like, Do you think the Redskins are going to the playoffs this year? And uh, my dad was like, No, nah, I don't think so. Not this year. And I was like, <laughs> Fucking nuts, old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you it was, it was like fool. such a bizarre, yeah. like, what? Let why me would, tell you how the world works. Why, why would you even say that? <laughs> yeah, and now it's, uh, uh, please don't let them play on Monday night. Yeah, or like exactly. Ever. It's yeah. Liter- it's, it is legitimately an embarrassment oh, because yeah. I have my Twitter friends oh, and my yeah. Facebook friends from all over the country who have to reach out and be like, are you watching this? Because this is all they get. This is all they see of it, where they're somehow even worse, the Redskins are, than they typically are on yeah. a Sunday. If it's a primetime game, they're guaranteed to suck cock. Yeah. And usually I can skate, and I was like, ha, 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 they lost again. But when it's a primetime thing, my phone blows the fuck up. I'm like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. It's like they mess all over themselves somehow. Yeah. I just, I, cause I'm angry because everyone pities me or mocks me. And on top of that, I'm losing a game. I would actually want to, God help me when they are the Sunday night game ruins my fucking week. I can't, that Sunday night game. I usually, that's like just how I chill out. I've got yeah. it on the background. I kind of come in like for the fourth quarter. Typically if it's close, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is where I'm really paying attention. 
if it's the Redskins, man, what am I going to do? Watch Succession three times mm-hmm. in a row? You know, like. You know what you do is you get on YouTube. Okay. And uh, find you, part two. You, yeah. yeah. You dial up the uh, 1982 and was it or uh, yeah NFC Championship game against the Cowboys. Okay. And I've watched that a few times. And you got Pat Summerall and John Madden oh, doing the game. Shit, um, and you get a good view of RFK. Yeah. And it's packed. And the people that are in there. They look like people that uh, just, you know, just like I, I got off the, I worked at the factory all all week okay, and I made it into yeah. RFK. And like at one point, Pat Summerall and John Madden are like, this place is shaking. It literally you know? shook. Yeah. RFK used to yeah. shake. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was like, it was uh, in that game too. And the, the way they, the way they beat the Cowboys, I mean, they knocked out, uh, I think they concussed Danny White. They, uh, Dexter Manley hit. Danny White so hard uh, that <laughs> that, <laughs> that it's so, like that, that it's so funny that they're even like I don't know he might come back in and, <laughs> and he's like kind of like looking down at the ground like and uh, Hogaboom is actually the guy that came back in and and lit a spark for him and, and brought him back into the game but uh, oh and another good game to watch I saw this come up on my YouTube feed the other day it was uh, the most dangerous. Or deadliest game ever played in the NFL, which was the '84 Bears versus the uh, the defending Super Bowl champs uh, Raiders. Okay, and uh, the Bears knocked out all of the quarterbacks that the Raiders had, and they were playing on, in Soldier Field, and it was freezing, and it was on that concrete astroturf. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I think I forget who it was doing the game, but they're like, uh, well, the the Raiders are down to uh, Ray Guy. Their punter is a, a quarterback. And uh, you see you see uh, Guy talking to the head coach. I uh, was at F- Flory or Flora. Um, just like, no, I'm not going in. No. Yeah. Find somebody else. Yeah. But it's not me. And, it, and they actually brought the guy back in who was, who was starting for them. Um, who would have never have gone back in the game today? Yeah, I, it, like I think he had two concussions. Uh, Howie Long threatened somebody on the Bears that he was gonna he was he was gonna find him out in the parking lot, and he didn't care if his family was there. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, people were just just dropping like flies. That was like the uh, body bag game with uh, the Redskins and the Eagles. When um, was that one? That was Monday night. That was Brian Mitchell's rookie year because he okay. came in and quarterback. Because they knocked out Humphreys and I don't know if it was. Uh, this is like that game Mutant League football, but real. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it was another one Rippin? of those. Mark Rippin? It might have been Rippin. It was Rippin. Uh, it was another one of those uh, concrete slabs of AstroTurf, uh-huh. which was Bet Stadium in Philadelphia, Jesus and they Christ. just obliterated the Redskins. And Mitchell had to come in because he played quarterback in college <laughs> and then uh, the the best part of that though is then watching the next game you can find it uh where the uh, the redskins knocked the eagles out of the playoffs that year though still uh but, oh, so they used to win yeah i don't did. need to know that well fuck it man that's pretty joe much- gibbs i mean he ran a good organization he he did such a good job but jack can cook at the top man the fact Okay, we can close on this. Michael, what happened? Because I was a little young for this process, or I wasn't paying rapt attention. What the fuck happened that the Cook family did not take over the organization? Well, they did. They tried to uh, – Snyder outbid them. 
And, and the uh, league is that fucking garbage. That... I just was listening about uh, to this subject uh, not too long ago, but um, this I, is the fucking fanfic is Redskins fans. We have to the alternate the, reality bullshit. Like the Cooks sons, actually, uh, one of them did uh, formed a, a buyers group. Okay, that just was outbid by Dan Snyder. And but but isn't it just? I guess you can't leave the team to your kids. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what exactly. Don't the, didn't the Roonies, like, leave their, like, I feel like there's all sorts of families I mean, that it, just keep yeah. the fucking I team. don't know the business piece of it, but, uh, like, exactly. Like, the Fords have the, the Lions, and the Bills, I think, is, like, a family thing. Yeah. But, uh. Raiders? I mean, it's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. I just. Yeah. The Bears, I, the Bears, sh- I think. The I'm sure you can. Is it like winning a car on Oprah? You're like, I can't pay the taxes on this bitch. It could be. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, but he has taken it and run it into the ground. Yeah. And it just, it never, he will never recuse himself and it will never change with him at the top. And it's I, the most powerless. I even, I feel more power in my ability to ultimately lose weight or succeed as an entertainer than I do. Yeah, then I do my fucking football team, the one sport I really give a shit about. If I'm going to lose a lot of people when I say this, but if someone came to me and said, uh, would you take four more years of Trump or we'll remove Dan Snyder, keep the team in Washington, but we don't know who's going to take over, I'll be like, I'll roll the dice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that that's not going to happen. You're if, right, though. He's never going to recuse himself. If, I mean, the NFL if, franchises are like the some of the most lucrative. No, he's going on to. Planet Earth. He will never see through his hubris. He's just going to be like, I can fix um, this. I can fix this. I think he's, as people say these days, I think he's like maybe Asperger's kind of spectrum. He might be. He's a he's dirt a bag spaz. either way. I and mean, that's the thing. Like, he is just yeah, such he's, a he's not even just a cold piece of shit. He's a fucking geeky one. You should yeah. yeah, you should see there are pictures of him right after he bought the team where he's like 34, 35 and he takes a helicopter into Frostburg State University and he gets out and he's he's got a cigar oh, he's, oh. and he's talking to North He's just such a tryhard. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah. that guy from the Simpsons. Remember the rich guy in the Simpsons that Marge used to date? Oh, oh, Artie, shit. Artie, yeah. yeah, he's that's what he is, like Artie. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is, he is Johnny tried too hard. Yeah, oh, fuck he's him. The worst. Hopefully, the though, worst, I don't know. Maybe something will happen. To yeah, him. no, I just, yeah, but he's rich, <laughs> so they'll detect it early. But yeah, he, right. all you can do is like be like, is there like, is there stealth cancer? Can you yeah, just something happen? Yeah, and I, I don't wish that. It's not me like comedy wishing that on someone. I'm like, please die, like for real, <laughs> just for the happiness of everyone, man. <laughs> Well, shit. I mean, I wish we had more time because you, yeah. you've I know. I'm revealed sorry. yourself I, I, to I, be the fucking sports host of sports. I, I, I took all of the time. I'm sorry. No, I, no. I'm fine with it. It's like, it's, yeah. We had, a, we had a big thing before this, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just let him go. It's like Chuck Berry. There's <laughs> all good stuff. Shredding. What am I going to do? It's all good stuff. Fucking little smoke on the water by his side. No. This has been Michael's Basement. Yeah, everyone. That was Papa's Football Podcast starring Michael Johnson. Hey, <laughs> everybody. Hey, uh, call my 800 number. I'm, I got your locks of the week. The uh, Daily Wager. Yeah. I have five for five on bets at any Five for five on Pride picks. Uh, Mike, what are your Twitter and Facebook, whatever the Insta? At M-I-K-A-E-L-L John, Michael L. John. There you go. Joe? He's at the mighty Joey G. Get him. 
I am John Papa Giorgio at Papa's Basement. This is Papa's Football Podcast at pfpod.com.